With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. As we continue our show today, we're going to take a look at metastatic breast cancer. Our guest is Sharon Schlesinger. Uh, she is a volunteer with the Susan G. Komen Foundation in Los Angeles, and I think you're the uh, you're in charge of the metastatic breast cancer uh, conference that's coming up. It's the sixth annual one in uh, in mid November. Am I correct? You're exactly right. Um, I founded the MBC Committee of Los Angeles County seven years ago, and ever since we've been putting on annual conferences and uh, some seminars in the um, middle of the year uh, directed to helping metastatic breast cancer patients. Actually, they don't like to be called patients, even though they're in treatment for the rest of their lives. From moment of diagnosis till the, for the rest of their lives, they will be in treatment, and sometimes that's a pretty arduous journey. But what they like to be called is someone that's living with breast cancer. Gotcha. And metastatic means spread. It means it's spread. It means it's spread to other vital organs or your bones, but it's still breast cancer and must be treated as breast cancer. It complicates things a bit when you learn that there are many different kinds of breast cancer. And every individual that has breast cancer is different. So the direction to individual focused treatment has been a good one. It has improved the span of life and the quality of life for many women. However, the average time from diagnosis to the woman passing is less than three years. Oh my! That's the average. We should we we should back up and get a little bit of Sharon history. You yourself are a cancer survivor. Yes, and I am blessed because even though I had it many many years ago. Um, I never had a recurrence, and and that is is kind of rare because the percentage of breast early breast cancer uh, survivors that have a recurrence that is metastatic is higher than most people know. It's about thirty percent. Oh my! Yes, and and uh, the 
diagnosis of metastatic breast cancer is devastating to a woman because she thinks immediately she's going to die. Well, it's not necessarily the case. There are many examples of women surviving and thriving with metastatic breast cancer for years and years. I know people that um, have had metastatic breast cancer for over 20 years, and, and they're still Perking along. Yeah, I like the word perking along. Uh, Sharon, (laughs) when you were diagnosed, and give me a a ball, give us a ballpark figure of how long ago that might have been. 1987. Oh my, 30 years. That's 31. That's right. That's exactly right. And I was diagnosed with two kinds of cancers at the same moment, virtually, and. The, at that time, that was really before Susan G. Komen had um, burst onto the national scene, and there was no Internet, and at that time, people did not really talk about breast cancer. So it was a very lonely time, and, and when I went through that, I thought, well, there's got to be some more help that's available in an in a easy-to-access way. When I came to California, uh, I found Susan G. Komen out here, the L.A. County affiliate. And I've been a volunteer ever since. And I call myself a career volunteer because it's like a job. I mean, it's, it's they keep Your name has come up to me at least four dozen times since we've been a, a media sponsor for the last four or five years here at Late Night Health of the uh, Susan G. Komen Foundation. And the to me, the biggest benefit of the foundation is the fact that you encourage early detection that's that's why i'm here i mean there are alternative uh, uh, treatments there are alternative ways of detecting but the fact that you're bringing it to the to the uh, attention of the public to me is the most important part of what the susan g uh, Komen foundation in L.A. County with Mark Pylon and, and, and all of the others, that's the most important, and of course throughout the country as well. When you were diagnosed in 1987 and your doctor said, Sharon, you have the big C, what went through your head? I thought I would die, <laughs> very frankly. That, and I, I would imagine that most women, when they hear that, think they're, that's a death sentence. They're going to die. Well, it's true, 40,000 of them die every year in this country, but most of them do not. However, they're faced with the uncertainty of what is going to happen next, and what what is it going to be like to have to have surgery, and maybe, maybe reconstructive surgery, and radiation, and chemotherapy and will my hair fall out yes probably and there are those new caps there are those new caps that they're using now too they're cooling caps it's true it's true but you know so many of these things are um you know there there are many changes in technology there are many um, additional new drugs on the market there is definitely progress being made but it is slow 
slow. It's an agonizingly slow process. When I have you... another project I work on with a researcher at USC mm-hmm. where you know, she's looking to develop um, a marker to identify um, the possibility of recurrence through a blood test, and that that, would be wonderful. It'd be absolutely tremendous. We should say, uh, again, that our guest is uh, Sharon Schlesinger. She is a volunteer with the Susan G. Komen Foundation in Los Angeles, has been doing that since she hit Los Angeles about seven years ago, and she herself is a survivor. What would you do differently knowing what you know as compared to what you did? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I, I, I don't know that I would have done anything differently. Um, information was not as readily available. Uh, I bless the Internet. I'm a writer, so I, I use it all the time to find out answers to questions that I have, whether it be about breast cancer or anything. The Internet is wonderful. And there was not, no such thing then. It was pretty you know, archaic time in, yes. in our lives. I mean, I don't think any of us can even imagine what it was like without it. But would I have done something differently? No. I, I was pretty um, um, regular with um, tests and, and mammograms, and um, I watched my health, and um, I, le- I led a pretty uh, healthy lifestyle. Um, and that can help you, but it's not not a hundred percent going to make a difference. You still may get breast cancer. Sharon, uh, metastatic breast cancer seems to me to be spreading. In other words, there's more of it than there used to be. Um, and spreading was used intentionally. <laughs> yes, I get it. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know if that's true, Mark. Maybe um, we're just talking you know, about the, it more? Well, you know, the, the number of, of people that die of breast cancer, the sheer number doesn't change from one year to the next. But our population is growing. So therefore, the percentage of people dying is less. But still, 40,000 people dying is way, way too many. And it's not an not a easy way to go. It's not an easy way to go. And something that we don't talk about too often is the role that the woman plays in the family and as the mother of children and sometimes very small children, the impact that it has within a family is devastating. What about in your case, in your family? Were you married? Did you have kids at the time? I was married. I had um, grown kids or semi-grown kids. Uh, I worked in Wall Street. I had a high-level job there, and it wasn't something that I could talk about uh, to any of my colleagues. And I didn't want my children to worry because most of them were living out here in California and I was in New York. And so I, I downplayed it. And uh, they... You did this all by yourself? Well, I, had a, I, I have a dear husband who's a wonderful support. But even so, someone who's diagnosed with breast cancer feels alone no matter if there's crowds around her. 
It's the loneliest place in the world to be. I can not begin to imagine. Uh, coming up in uh, uh, November, there is a, uh, a, a, a symposium, is what I'll call it. That's fine. You can um, call it that. You can call it a conference. You can call it a, a wonderful day where uh, 200 women living with breast cancer are going to come free with um, their support giver or close friend free uh, to the City of Hope in Duarte, uh, which is a lovely, lovely place to have a conference. It's easy access. I was actually near Duarte a couple of days ago. Uh, uh, Sharon and I live in Ventura County. It's a schlep. Uh, it's everything, no matter where you go. It is a, County, it's, it's a schlep. schlep. <laughs> it is a schlep all the way to the City of Hope. Uh, and how do people, um, we have plenty of time. I want to give the, uh, the information. Uh, how do people participate if they want to? They can register. Um, there's an invitation on Eventbrite. You can go to the Susan G. Coleman LA County website or Facebook account. It'll direct you to the link uh, to the Eventbrite page. Um, there's, um, there's, there's flyers that uh, are being posted all around town, but um, if there's an, any kind of an issue, I, I don't want to give my phone number out over the no, air, no. But, but, I, <laughs> but I do get phone calls from people um, all the time, and I help them register. Oh, but, you can, what you can do is you can go to the Susan G. Komen Foundation in, uh, uh, website uh, in Los Angeles, and give us that again, please. It's, it's um, Susan G. Komen, L.A. County. And that's all you have to plug into Google, and, and it'll and come up with and the you can, Facebook account as well as the website. And on either um, site, you will find access the, how how to access the invitation to register. It's very easy to register. Just need your email address, and and uh, you, you select you know the category whether you're a metastatic um, breast cancer. Um, patient, I use that word, I shouldn't, and or uh, a support member, um, and, uh, and that's all that it takes. And I okay. have to tell you, this, this conference, after doing, you know, five others, this sixth conference, sixth annual conference, um, I think is the best ever. It's, the theme of it is collaboration, and it breaks down to three what we're going to do is we're going to talk about that when we come back. We still have a little over a minute to talk, but okay. I wanted to get into that. I mean, some of the people that you you've got, you know, you've got uh, uh, people from USC and UCLA. I mean, that in itself is is amazing. Okay. Absolutely. Right? Uh, you have somebody from a Chinese, uh, uh, Yosan University of Chinese Medicine for an alternative look at, uh, at breast cancer, oncology, therapeutics, all kinds of different things. Again, go to the, uh, just Google Susan G. Komen, L.A. County, to find out more about this free event coming up in November, November 17th, at the City of Hope. All right, we're going to take some time out. I'm going to turn the show back over to the insane Daryl Wayne. 
He's going to do whatever it is that he does. It's all magic to me. And then we will be back with our guest, uh, uh, Sharon Schlesinger from the Susan G. Komen Foundation. I'm Mark Allen. Join us at LateNightHealth.com. LateNightHealth.com. I know Sharon's going to do that. We'll be back. Don't go away. The stigma around mental health disorders and suicide is still very strong in our culture. It's an uncomfortable topic for many of us, and yet it's something we can't afford to ignore, according to Dan Shuck, the author of A Glass Half Empty or Half Full, a children's book for grown-ups. Last month, the CDC released a study that reports suicide rates went up more than 30% in half the state since 1999. A Glass Half Empty or Half Full, a children's book for grown-ups, takes a new approach to addressing mental illness. The book playfully explores pessimism versus optimism to find balance, manage stress, and enjoy life. The book uses humor to provide an opportunity to determine the fullness of our own glass and how to apply it to our daily lives. Donations from the proceeds of the book will be made to a Glass Half Question fundraising campaign for the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation. A Glass Half Empty or Half Full, a children's book for grown-ups, is available from Amazon.com, Kindle, and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit www.glasshalfquestion.com.